Welcome to the Blended Kingdom Families Podcast. We are your hosts, Scott and Vanessa Martindale, the founders of Blended Kingdom Families. Our ministry serves to equip marriages, unite families, and ignite faith so that you can flourish an abundant kingdom life. We pray that our podcast blesses you today. Hey guys, Scott and Vanessa Martindale here with Blended Kingdom Families. At BKF, we believe now is the time to change the modern day interpretation of the blended family. Absolutely, you guys. As a blended family ourselves, God laid it on our hearts to build a ministry that helps support blended families by equipping your marriage, uniting the family unit, and igniting your faith. Our mission is that you would be touched by God and experience His goodness through this ministry, that your family would have practical skills, resources, and tools to help you live that abundant blended life. Hey guys, it's Vanessa and Scott with Blending Kingdom Families, and we are doing something a little bit different today. We're actually at home with our new puppy, Ollie. Ollie is making her debut. This is Ollie. Isn't she awesome? She is awesome. (laughs) She is cute. If you did not know, we are a golden family. We have three golden daughters. We have a Sam, an Ellie, and now an Ollie. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. (laughs) Guys, we're going to be talking about it really, really important topic today. And um, I just really hope that you are uh, open to receiving this, open to implementing and talking about this with your family. But we're going to talk about navigating faith uh, in your family and with your children. Yes, yes. So, you know, guys, to start off, you know, the greatest ministry that we could ever have in our entire life is the one that we have at home, and Mm -hmm. that is with our children. And scripture talks about, you know, when the Lord gives us children, that is a heritage and it is a gift from him. And we're to steward that. Um, he has given us an entrustment with these children. And so we should just take really good, um, uh, you know, priority in that and just responsibility in that. Yeah. It, and it's not always easy, guys. Um, you know, you're day in, day out with your children. We understand that there is a lot of love and there's a lot of discipline. And, and we're busy. Yes. I mean, one of the hardest things that I think about when I look at faith and family and discipline and children is that there's only so much time in the day. And let's be honest, we all want to do so many things, but are we stopping? Are we putting things in routine in our family that are encouraging our children toward Jesus? Are we putting things in our family that are pointing to great uh, behaviors and great, um, the way they react to the behaviors, uh, accordance with what Jesus would do. And are we implementing that in our family? Yeah. Um, and I think you can be very intentional about it. You don't have to um, just be the family that just goes to church on Sundays or, um, and, and doesn't talk about it in between. So we're gonna go through a bunch of little steps and little best practices and things that you can do uh, inside your family. Absolutely. You know, so you guys, scripture tells us in Proverbs 22, 6, it says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is not old, um, when he is old, he will not depart from it. And so this scripture, you guys, is talking about um, the right morals and pointing our children mm-hmm. in a way that is pleasing to the Lord and not displeasing to the Lord. Because children on their mm-hmm. own are, are, are going to misbehave. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to um, not make the right decisions. That's just, you yeah. know, we see that with our boys. Absolutely. And, and honestly, you can probably see that in your own spiritual walk. I, I was just remembering, um, 
When I was little, uh, I remember uh, when I first got introduced to church, because uh, I didn't grow up in a church. I'm talking, you know, birth to probably 12. It was just not in our world. Uh, and I remember my father walking in on a Sunday, looked at the family and said, hey, we're all going to church. And um, that was the way it went. And, and we didn't actually even get in the car. We actually walked down the road to the church. Uh, and then growing up, uh, my family wasn't perfect, but I knew Sunday morning, I was at church. Sunday night, I was at church. Wednesday night, I was at church. It was the rule. And I know probably some of you grew up the same way. Um, and it was just something that we were taught all through that, especially for me, out through my you know, mid-teen years into adult years. And I see the way that reacts as now I'm an adult. Um, so it can be a situation where you haven't um, been so involved in church and you can make that decision for your family uh, in one day and just continue that action. Right. Well, and as parents, just like, you know, you just gave the example of your dad, you know, we're to train them up rightly. And that includes having a relationship with the Lord and telling them about the word of God, telling mm -hmm. them about Jesus, the parables, everything. Um, that is the book. It is mm -hmm. our roadmap to life. And, you know, when it says in Deuteronomy 6, 7, you know, you shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. And you guys, this scripture right here, it's it's comparing two, two pairs of opposites. So it's saying sit and walk and then lie down and rise. Yeah. So that right there is telling you, it's suggesting every time, any place and any activity. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, practically, how can we, how can we do this? Yeah. So that would be, you know, I know for our family, we pray together before meals. Actually, like, we make the boys pray. We, we do. Yeah, yeah, and it's so it is so fun, and uh, the, their prayers are usually um, on, on especially the meals. Thank you for uh, French fries. Yeah, thank you for grilled cheese sandwiches, uh, and thank you for Legos. Legos, there's yeah. a lot, but you know, and they're three, four, and five, and they're in fourteen, and so we're not expecting a, you know something that is extremely deep. We just want them to understand. Mm -hmm. And when we are doing these things and we're talking about who's praying, um, it's just important that they understand that that's a prayer to God. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things we also do, you know, at bedtime, yeah. we, we, we have a devotional that we read to them. And I have two right here for kids. My, my son has one for teens, um, but this one is just my first study Bible. We let mm -hmm. them pick out the book and then right now it's been uh daniel and the lion's den so That's that awesome. has been yeah. <laughs> that one in noah um but we also have the storybook bible and this one actually has an app that we have on our phone mm -hmm. and we put it on our smart tv and it's interactive so the mm -hmm. boys can read about it but then they can also interact with it on the tv and it's just another way to encourage them in their walk with jesus yeah. and so that they can learn about jesus um you know some other things that we do in the car yeah. every day on the way to daycare or when I'm taking our 14 year old to school, I pray and then each of them pray. And we <clears> thank God, you know, we thank God for waking us up that morning. We thank God for the air in our lungs. Um, you know, we ask that we would all return home safely together with one mm -hmm. another. We pray about the day, about our teachers and about our community. And again, it's, it's, a, it's another opportunity to teach our children um, about the word of God, but what prayer does for us. Yeah. And I, 
I think of all the other, some of the other things we do, um, music is a big part yes. uh, of what our, our world is. And, um, and it's amazing to me. I, I was literally this morning, we were uh, all getting ready and I, our three-year-old was singing, uh, I'm in the Lord's army, um, which is just, so he started singing and then our five-year-old started singing with him. Um, and, and it's just, you know, it's, they think it's fun and, but they're learning about Jesus. They're, you know, they're learning to understand about his love. Uh, and they do that a lot through music. So if you're one of those families that is, uh, you like music, you know, whether it's devotional music or praise or worship or kids songs, uh, kids will gravitate towards that and they will start to understand, um, uh, about biblical terms. They may not understand it completely. Um, but they will they will start to get it. And this is for the littles. I mean, for teenagers, I, I think it's important mm -hmm. that they have a place to go yes. to understand that Jesus is there. Because let's be real about this. When your child is 13, 14, 15, 16, uh, when they leave the house, there's a good chance that they're not seeing Jesus every minute. There's a lot of peer pressure. There's a lot of yeah. talk. There's apps. There's phones. So make a space for them to have um, the Word of God um, it, when they want to absorb that. So whether that's having a Bible available or having music available to them or introducing them to new music, mm -hmm. uh, introducing, uh, one of the things I, I thought about was, you know, as the, the, the child grows up into the teenagers, teach them how to pray. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times they don't, they don't know the, the, the structure of prayer or, you know, that it doesn't have to be structured sometimes, yeah. but that's okay. Um, but teaching them about prayer and giving them an opportunity to see Jesus is really important um, for that age group. Yeah. Well, and, you know, as they get older, like you said, having those safe outlets for them mm -hmm. to go to, if that's, you know, on a Wednesday night, I know our son goes to the, the yeah. university over here and they have a night for teens. It's for yeah. 13 year olds to 18 year olds. Yeah. And he really enjoys that. We also have a student conference that our church provides mm -hmm. um, that he gets to go to and experience Christ and they worship and yeah. everything with all of his friends and, and kids of his age. And then I know also, you know, there are parents in the community that, that yeah. you know, put on Bible studies for sure. kids as well. Just finding something for them, you know, for, for their age group that they're going to gravitate to, that they're going to be interested in. Um, mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's it's just another another great resource for them to have that is going to help point them to having a strong relationship mm -hmm. with the Lord. Well, and, and let's not uh, miss probably one of the, the, the largest opportunities is be involved with the church, get into yeah. a home church, find a church home. Yeah. Um, and if you have kids, find a church that really um, finds that to be an important ministry. Uh, there are some great churches around that, you know, they see the, the future of our nation and our world being the children being raised up to know Jesus. Um, so find a good church, be consistent with that attendance, and you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And, I, and I will tell you a really uh, great story. We were attending church with our 14-year-old. Uh, it was uh, a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And literally, and this is something we have done a hundred times with, with him. And the normal, it was a normal service. It was a great message. And all of a sudden, without us knowing, without us saying anything or even prompting, you know, when it came time to accept Jesus, our 14 year old just raised his hand. I w we both of us were like, <laughs> and, and it was an amazing opportunity. Yeah. But the reason that that happened was that he 
you know, was in an environment that he was exposed to Jesus and, and just made that decision on his own. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you, I, I think it would have been a really hard thing to happen if he hadn't been exposed to church a lot. Well, and, um, and a part of being a parent yeah. and, and, and a part of that responsibility is, is training yeah. them up and, yeah. and, you know, speaking that over them and teaching them that from yeah. a young age yeah. and because you know our home you know we serve the lord and um yeah. and everything that we do you know him being exposed to that he was able yeah. to make that decision on his own you know now has a personal relationship with the lord yeah and um yeah yeah and, and if you're thinking you know guys i i, I would love to do this and, and we're but we're a blended family and and that doesn't happen all the time at, at, at yeah. the other family's house let me tell you something that is you do as much as you can. Mm -hmm. So if, if, if that is the weekends that the child is with you or the week that the child is with you, um, you do as much as you can. Yeah. And then if they're not there, continue to pray for them. Mm -hmm. um, you will not be disappointed in what God can do for your blended family. Yeah. Um, and you should never put a restriction on what you think is possible. Mm -hmm. uh, just continue to pray and, and pour into your children and, and then watch, watch Jesus work. Absolutely. You know, our we have a family verse. And if you don't have one, I just want to encourage you, you know, sit down with your family and go through the Bible and find one that really um, just grabs your heart. For us, we established this um, in, in our vows when Scott said his mm -hmm. vows to me when we were married. It was, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's Joshua 24, 15. And, you know, we we love that verse so much because serving the Lord begins with serving one another inside of the family mm -hmm. home. And so that is something that we also want to teach our children is how can we serve our parents? How can we serve my brother? How mm -hmm. can we serve one another? But then also outside of the mm -hmm. home, how can I serve my teachers and my friends and the community around me? Mm -hmm. um, you, we, we have to learn how to be servants before we can be leaders. And that is what we are training up our children to be mm -hmm. one day is leaders. Yeah. I remember the vow, and I remember um, thinking about that before we got married. And it's, it's a declaration, and it, it, it's not a declaration of perfection. It's a declaration to continue to strive towards that. Yeah. Uh, and I want to make that really clear. We are not perfect people. Nobody is. Um, but what makes it perfect is that we continue to try. Yeah. We continue to try. When we have arguments or when we have, you know, times where, I mean, let's be honest, raising kids is difficult. It is, it is real. Marriage is difficult. Especially um, in blended families. In blessed, especially in blended yeah. families. So having a foundation to know, hey, I may have strayed from our direction, but we can get back on the path. Mm -hmm. uh, I may have messed up, but I'm going to learn how to forgive. Um, and, and, and I'm hoping that, that our children and our family we learn how to forgive each other because because nobody is uh, perfect and nobody wants to proclaim that they are. It's just a matter of do we try to do that? So when we talk about that verse, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That is the that is the the true north point. That is where we are pointing. Uh, we may stray, but we get back on point. And we say this is what we want to do. Yeah. Uh, and I encourage you guys. If you don't have one, you could steal that one. That one's a great one. Um, but yeah, get, get with your family, talk about a life verse and, and put that into practice. Yeah. And, and post that, post that somewhere 
in, in your home, post that, you know, on the refrigerator, or if you have a chalkboard with a family mm -hmm. calendar, you know, verse of the week or our family verse, you know, putting that somewhere and just declaring that over your family and home, you guys, we have to remember behind the physical, there is the spiritual. And so when we are declaring things here in the physical, God and his angels in heaven mm -hmm. are working on our behalf up there for our family and for our situation and for us. Hey friends, we hope that this episode is blessing your socks off right now. And we just wanna take an opportunity to talk about partnering together. If Blended Kingdom Families has touched your marriage and touched your blended family in some way, we'd love to partner with you. At Blended Kingdom Families, we're trying to reach as many blended families as possible. And we can do more with your support. So please take an opportunity to visit blendedkingdomfamilies.com and click partner. Hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. I just want to leave you with this. The greatest, the greatest commandment of all, and this is probably the, the greatest thing that we could, we could remind our children of and, and for our family as a whole is love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your might, with all your strength. And when we do that, you guys, everything will fall into place. And when we can do that as parents, it's just mm -hmm. going to show Christ's character to our children. And when we can do that, we can raise up children who are going to be future lions of their tribes, future lionesses, and a generation that is on fire for Jesus. Guys, I know that you love your children, and I know that you love your family. Um, I hope that this information you take, and you just kind of translate that to your family. How, how are we doing this? What are we putting into practice? What do we do daily? Um, because everything that you do daily will manifest in the years to come. Yeah. Uh, it may not, you may not show, you know, your harvest tomorrow. Yeah. You may not see major changes next week. You may not see the fruits of that for years and years to come. But if you, if you, if you want to understand how the, the God designed the family and how how he wants the family to operate. These are the, these are the practices that I would encourage you to look at in your family. Yes. Uh, and you can do it. Guys, this is, you yes. don't have to take monster steps. You can just take simple steps. Start by, you know, praying together or talking about Jesus. Um, and I promise you it'll make a huge difference in your family and in your blended family. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Guys, thank you all so much. We hope you have loved uh, this episode. And um, we look forward to seeing you again. All right, you guys. Be blessed in all you do today. We love you. BKF community, we want to hear from you guys. If you would take the time to leave us a review and you can find us on all social media platforms. Our podcast is like on every podcast platform and you can visit us at our website at www.blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Yeah, guys, we're trying to reach every blended family all over the world and we can't do this without your partnership. So please take a minute, like, share, comment, review, tell your friends. Tell them they can all go to blendedkingdomfamilies.com for great resources.